It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Welcome to episode 35 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. The Red Sox just lost another series to an AL East team, and it looks like they lost Chris Sale for the rest of the season. How you doing, Joey? I'm doing great. Yeah, thanks me for too. asking. I'm sunny Los Angeles. It's nice and sunny out here. It's yeah. Oh my god, I haven't seen a cloud since yesterday when i, I was know. somewhere else everyone's in a great mood eh, not really but it's it's so nice out here yeah do you want to just talk about chris hill don't just we probably right should yeah let's yeah. just jump right I mean, into that's it. the main well, takeaway before before we do and this is a little set the scene uh for what's coming up here and guys this is this is this is venting you know to the max this is what this is Th- this, this episode is, is full full vent session um you listening just Join us, you know, and we're going to read your thoughts. Uh, we're going to read your thoughts, your reactions that you gave us on the ITM Twitter account about Red Sox vibes heading into the deadline now that Chris Sale is likely done for the year. Uh, just some notes, though, and these all suck. The Red Sox are now 0-10-1 in series against AL East opponents this year. Is it? Bad. I thought it, I thought it was 11, so that's that's good. Bad. It's better than I could, it could be. Bad. 16 and a half games behind the Yankees in the AL East. They are four and six against the Yankees this season, which actually sounds better than I thought. That's not real. Four and six? Yeah, it's not terrible because they got one in the first series, two in the second series, one in this series, and lost the rest. That sounds just fine. Yeah. So (laughs) we're pulling positives already. already, They're only like one game away from being 500 against the Yankees. Uh, Franchi Cordero went 0 for 16 in this road trip with 15 strikeouts, and the Red Sox. We're outscored. This one, I cannot believe. Since Joey and I came out to L.A., after seeing the Red Sox win on Friday in Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. to start our July road trip for Inside the Monster, the Red Sox have been outscored 27-3 to since we came to L.A. So, Joey, I saw someone on the Twitter machine saying, mm-hmm. this is on us. Yeah. Are we fine just eating this one? Like, I, I'm a, I don't care. Listen, people got to blame somebody. You know, we can take it. I'm fine doing it. Do I follow the logic? No. Yeah. But I'm fine. Yeah, I'll be a martyr for this team. I've taken plenty of blame this year. Might as well add on. It's all our fault, actually. Everything. Anytime the Red Sox do poorly, hit us up. It's on us. Sure. Yep. We'll take it. So that'll do it for episode 35. (laughs) 
But let's, um, yeah, yeah. Look. I mean, absolutely zero takeaways that are positive from this. I would say even including game one because that I got a positive from game one. Xander Bogats. I love that. I rewatched that video. It was, it was nice. A thousand times of him breaking. Should that have been the home the home run the winning run though? One hundred percent no. No. Like, so the Yankees pooped the their pants thirty minutes like, prior. Yeah, the Yankees pooped their pants three times in a row, and it took you until the third time to beat them. The amount of times the Yankees told you they did not want to win the Friday game was hilarious. It was that whole yeah. that we'll we'll get into that after sale discussion, but we got to jump right into the Chris Sale thing. So. Um, I want to dispute something you already said about Chris Sale. Okay, go for it. I am not ready to say that he's out for the season. Well, what did they say uh, the timetable was? What, isn't this worst case scenario? With no. What happened? So I think it's, in terms of breaking a finger, it's the best case scenario. It's... Oh, you're the doctor. Um, I forgot. You're the doctor. Yeah, I well, <laughs> ITM I, Dr. Is, Joey Capone. What do you got, man? What do you got? Uh, no, I just, I don't think this is any kind of medical talk coming to play here. It's just the fact that it's his pinky. It's the best case scenario. You know, it's not his index finger. It's not his middle finger. It's of his throwing hand fingers. It's the best one to break. No, you know? for sure. It's, yeah. it's not like he has to gain mobility back and whatever. He just basically has to get it to a point where it's not broken and you can throw a ball you know i was seeing some four-month recovery timetables thrown out there and, and this is we still don't have official word joey and i literally are recording two seconds after the final out as the red sox lose a nail biter on sunday 13 to 2 um i think i think it's worst case scenario i think he's gonna go on the 60 and see it through yes but if we're if we're just doing the numbers game here it's july 17th and the playoffs would start what first week of October, so August, September. You basically got two and a half months until the playoffs start. And Sale is basically taking the rest of the regular, most of the rest of the regular season off. That's, most of the you most think he's of the back rest the of the season. I I think it's should, sixty. Let's, let's I think it's real. sixty. What I think it's should, eight weeks. What he should do, and I'm honestly stunned. Who knows? Maybe he told Alex Cora this in the dugout when he came back out with it bandaged up and everything wrapped up. I wouldn't be stunned. Chris Sale's a psycho. Mm-hmm. Would not be stunned if he was just like, hey, see, like, I'll just chop my pinky off, dude. Like, <laughs> do you think I really need a pinky? Just cut it off and all your pitches are still going to work the same. How much, like, do we have, you know, is your baseball in here? You got a baseball at the store yesterday. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I do. Hold all on right. one second. Yeah, let's, we're going to, this is a great audio thing to do a visual experiment but joey and i both got baseballs i'm trying to get a, a baseball at every park i go to and i've gone to a a good handful this year all right so i'm holding this this all-star baseball very nice ball by the way it's a good ball the all-star trying logos, to get one every year from here out logo's clean also logo's clean yeah and Shout la you can have like the spotlight and the palm trees it's nice which they should have done for the jerseys but looking at the ball here trying to grip this ball fastball you really don't need your pinky. Your pinky's not really a part of it, as I look very awkward trying to throw lefty. <laughs> slider. I don't know his slider grip is the no, thing. No, I know. I think it. the pinky, realistically, if you're pitching, mm-hmm. and I'd like to, I'm actually, we should just ask pitchers this mm-hmm. uh, on Monday. Like, how much do you use your pinky when you're throwing? I don't think I've ever heard that answer in my life from a pitcher. Like a circle change? Yeah, that would, that would be, yeah, circle change would be one. Um... A knuck, you're using all of them. 
So Chris yeah, so Hill's knuckleball is screwed. Yeah, that's the one thing that you got to think about. And how does that impact the season? Are you sellers now that Chris Hill's knuckleball's off the table? I think the only reason the Sox would be sellers is because he can't throw the knuck anymore. Um, I uh, So you put out that question on Twitter, like buyers or yeah, sellers. Yeah. I'll tell you my answer here. because Actually, hold, save yeah. it. That's a little save tease. It. Because I think that okay. should be at the end of our sale discussion. Okay. I just I want to jump into just the reactions when it happened. Now, yeah. I'm going to start off by saying I'm a stupid head. And... Even though we talked about this, Joey and I were in New York City on Friday, flew to L.A. on Saturday. Very smooth trip. Great flight. It was actually, we were on different uh, flights, but I was on the same plane as uh, the John Boy guys. And I probably should have said hi. I think what they do is great. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think we know of each other a little bit. So it's like one of those, like, you know, you give each other looks, not in a bad way, of just like, oh, I think, yeah, I know him. Yeah, I know him. But, like, what is he? Oh, Okay. So we'll see. Maybe give them a just hit them up this week at some point. But that's a complete side note. We get here on Saturday, and I think I said on the on the ride over to the hotel that it's it kind of catches you off guard the hour change. Like we all know the hour change. We all know it's mm-hmm. it's three hours behind here, but you don't really realize until you're actually in that scenario of like we just flew for five hours and only lost two in like real living time of what the clock says. So fast forward to Sunday and uh well before that Saturday night Joey and I went to this like disco place. That was a lot of fun actually. That was unreal. There was like roller it was, skaters it, on the like, stage. Like right out of like a seventies movie or something. Like it was disco ball. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah the roller skaters. That was nuts. That was Temptations so re- planned. Oh my great. God. Really cool, really cool uh time there. And so we probably I mean we get to bed relatively late, but it's like you're in LA, gotta live it up a little bit. And I like to sleep, and I've gotten probably a grand total of six hours of sleep uh, the previous two nights. I'm like, all right, I'm probably sleep until eleven. Like, sue me. That's that's it's a Sunday. Socks don't start till whatever it was one fifteen. Yeah, it's a one thirty game. Yeah, I'm like one thirty. I'm like we're good. And I wake up to a text. Let me see what the text said. <laughs> you wake up to a text around eleven, right? It was like eleven, eleven fifteen mm-hmm. uh, from Joey, <laughs> and he goes, "Wait, where is this?" <laughs> Hey, not sure if you're up, but the socks are on. Two spaces. And Chris Sale broke his pinky. <laughs> I'm like, I needed you to hear it from me. I can't imagine opening up Twitter to find out that news. Well, I, I just, think it's The first thing I see is the text on the home screen, and I did like a double take. I'm like, Joey's being an idiot. The socks aren't on. Oh, it's a prank. He's doing a, a TikTok. He's, doing, he's trying to be funny. The socks aren't on. Chris Sale broke his pinky. Yeah, I'm sure, buddy. And you open Twitter, and it's that it's that gif of uh, what's his face, uh, childish Gambino. I know that's not his name in the show, but walking in with the pizzas and the place is on fire. Like it's that's exactly what it was, and it just I'm gonna try to get thoughts out quickly here. It, it just sucks to no end that that's why he's gonna be out for a while. A friggin' line drive that hits his pinky off yeah. of Aaron Aaron Hicks, who's a scrub. Aaron Hicks is one of the, the, the top Yankee players that I expect absolutely nothing from every single time he comes up. And I'm normally right. This guy hits a 107-mile-an-hour ball off of Chris Sale's pinky. It's got to be the hardest ball he's hit all year, I, right? Like, There's no Aaron way Hicks he... makes some of the weakest contact you'll ever see. He's Aaron a ground Hicks ball stinks. machine. He yeah. stinks. And he hits a laser <sighs> off of Chris Sale's pinky. Sale, is, like back to the Sale being kind of a maniac thing. I mean, he broke his pinky. He's holding up like, can you believe this? Like, he's he almost had a smile on his face as his, his pinky's broken. That's not the, I'm not yeah. like frowning upon that. I'm more just saying 
this guy's wired differently that he just broke his pinky. He's looking at AC like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is why I'm coming out. I think that was one of the most disheartening parts of it is that he wasn't pissed. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure oh, he internally, was pissed, obviously more, he was. It's just, I think it's, it hit him all at once of like, are you serious? This it, is exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, it would have made me feel a little better if he, you know, threw the glove and was like, you know, you could see him yelling and whatever, but he just looked dejected. Yeah. And I do not blame him. It's so easy as a Sox fan to look at how this affects the team and talk about what this means for the trade deadline and how much of a bummer it is that, you know, you don't get to see Chris for a little bit, a lot of bit. But taking a step back and thinking about like Chris, the person, like that dude worked his ass off to yep. get back. And yep. he talked about how much he missed the competition and wanted to get back out there. And he's getting up there in age and he doesn't know how much time he has left in this long rehab that was right after another long rehab. And to have it cut short like that again is just demoralizing. I mean, I don't blame him for walking out like the way he did and just yeah. head down, down the tunnel. It just makes you feel even worse for him. It does. Yeah. No, it does. I, I think, you know, trying to play catch up of like seeing the scenario and, and seeing it after it happened. Um, people had mentioned some people on the Twitter machine had mentioned, oh, if Devers only had a good throw home and I was trying to oh, piece everything together. And it's like, ah, there was only one out. It was second and third. You still would have had to tag. I think it was Carpenter. No guarantee. It's only a second. It's like, let's stop. Let's uh, let's don't do the Devers thing. It's just it's a freak accident i can't even say accident it's just it's just a random ass injury is what it is line drive off the guy's pinky like you said joey he's come back last year comes back this year two years removed now from tommy john fastball velocity as high as it's ever been at least since 18 and everything felt right like that was that was another thing i wanted to talk about just the vibes going into today yeah. Like you and I, we're also just going to act like game two didn't happen because we were doing uh, celebrity softball didn't media stuff. Didn't watch it, didn't happen. Didn't watch it, didn't happen. Nick Pavetta stunk, doesn't matter. Didn't happen because we, we weren't watching. That's like one of the three all year we won't see. So on the other 159, we'll have full breakdowns for you. But um, So Saturday's game doesn't happen. So you're looking to win the series two games to nothing on Sunday. And it's like I really can't emphasize... We, I think we got to call this episode worst case scenario because I really think this is worst case scenario. Like I can't see in a scenario a a happenstance of events that goes worse than heading into today, to today thinking, okay, Sox can get their first series win against an AL East opponent. They can beat Garrett Cole again, who they own. I know it's a little different at Yankee Stadium versus Fenway, but they still own him. You know, you go into the All Star break with a series win. You're still right in the mix in the wild card hunt, as the Blue Jays now have won. I think three in a row. And it's like none of those happened. Chris Sale gets hurt in the first inning. Might be done for the year. Uh, Garrett Cole goes seven. Garrett Cole goes seven as the Yankees are just pouring it on. Which is just Deakman a dick move. Like literally no reason. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, I can't get too pissed about it because a lot of times these guys want to stay on their normal you know, routines. And if his pitch count isn't that high. I mean, the what all-star it, break is coming up. Oh no! Oh no! Try, right now, Joey, and, I'm, I'm with you. And he backed out of it. Like he has so much off time coming. Up. What he has to go out there and throw 100 pitches, 110 versus 91. Come on. What was his actual? Okay, 103. 103. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't get to. I mean, Cole was Cole. You know, it just feels unnecessary. I'm he looking, was, I'll take any reason to get upset with him. Cole was Cole when he's not facing the Sox today, even though he's facing the Sox. He goes seven, two earned on the Jeter downs homer. Shout out to Jeter. We don't yeah. want to don't want to not give Jeter love just because the Sox got waxed. He gets his first career home runs. So that was cool. Twelve uh, Ks for Garrett Cole. Yeah, he, he did his thing. So it's also it's just like the, when you see the sale news, the game like immediately. I don't want to say it becomes irrelevant, 
but it's like, all right, how, how big a difference once is this the, game going to make? It's once the fourth inning comes and they put up, what, seven in the fourth? Yeah, it was over. Like, that's when it's like, oh, okay, now now this really doesn't matter anymore. Like, this game is over, and the only takeaway is going to be that Chris Sale died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Chris Sale, RIP. You know, this sucks. It, yeah, it absolutely sucks. Dude, the moment that it happened... Uh, I was watching it live because I am, uh, you know, a dedicated Sox fan. I woke up on time. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you knew, you definitely knew the time. You were like well aware. We <laughs> yeah, should. I mean, I was, I think I was it's on down both of us last night that we didn't even think about it. I'm just mm-hmm. looking at. Well, greatest. I, I think. Let me see if I can blame something here. Please hold. Go ahead. Blame whatever you want. I want to blame, blame something. I, I will admit, I, I totally forgot about the time change. I also forgot that the game was at 135. I thought it was just a seven again. I forgot that it was Sunday. I think my app hadn't the MLB app for me at least hadn't switched over yet to like PT. So I was still seeing like one thirty. Was it was, okay? All right, all right, fair enough. I, but, I mean, I, I totally just, forgot. Again, I'm trying to. to just like dish the blame here. So I'm like walking on Sunset Boulevard, like iced latte in my hand. <laughs> you know, I got music in my ears, and I get a notification. It's like socks about to start. Why would oh, why would that be happening? Oh, <laughs> oh no, yeah. But uh, anyway, dude, the, the moment it happened. Um, you couldn't tell, at least me, like from from the actual like real time broadcast angle what exactly happened like it looked like it might have gone off the mound because like the contact happened right when the cameras switched yeah so i was like oh it might have gone off the mound and immediately ob and uke are like and that's gonna go off sale that's oh sales going right to the dugout oh man he's gonna leave this game a- he's gonna leave and it was like the ball was still in play it was still the high home camera and they weren't even talking about the the happenings on the field they were immediately like he's out of this game He's got to have a broken hand or something, but from there on, um, I don't know. I don't know if they got word to like, hey, be optimistic or something. But it was sickeningly optimistic. It was like, guys, you got to tone it back a little bit here. Yeah. They're like, it could just be dislocated. You know, it could just be a dislocation. I don't. I don't it's blame like, them though, right? You, you gotta. You're on the Sox broadcast. It's like let's you know because everyone. It was chaos on Twitter. I, like every ridiculous. Sox fan is like the season's over. Like that's that was the mood. It's like if you saw someone get run over by a truck he might and you were like, dead. he could be asleep. You don't know. He you could just be taking that. a nap. It's like, that's not dislocated. We just saw his finger bent in half. Joey, you're the doctor. If I if I saw that, I'd be like, hey, just let's just punch that thing back into place <laughs> and uh, get him back out there for the next inning. I don't know what the rules are. But, yeah, I I, I think it's it's tough because let me just say this. This is a huge week coming up for Red Sox naysayers. Oh my god. It sucks that we I got to kind of hand it to them that this is their week. This is their week to shine. There's going to be no Red Sox games until Friday. So you're just sitting at home getting your tweets off. Oh, I'm this. They got to do that. Of course they're going to be sellers. Chris, I got it. It doesn't matter. They sucked anyway. I got to say Joe, if you're a Red Sox naysayer, this is a big week for you. I can't even blame you. I understand but it sucks because we don't have a ton of ammo to come back coming off of that injury. I'm only talking about the All-Star game. From, yeah, I'm from, fine with that. From the second this show ends yeah. until that game starts Friday, any tweets, any replies, any whatever that I see, I'm focused on the All-Star game, baby. There's yeah. a derby going on. We're focused. I mean, let's, let's be real. Pete. Joey and I are always looking at the MLB app. What's up next? Mm-hmm. What's coming up next? What can we do next? What can you do for me now? What can you, you know? do for me now? Huh? Chris Sale left with a broken pinky. Maybe Whatever. maybe they it's just fine and they just pop it back in and he like starts on Friday against the chip. Yeah, maybe they just get him a new finger. Yeah, just get up. There's so much. Here's the, what people aren't talking about. 
It's mm-hmm. the All Star break. That means it's a break of like playing games. You have time to get this man a new pinky, and I think that's what they do. Do you think four days is enough time? I think you get. Where would you get a fake pinky from? Do you want my guy? You I got, got my. You got a fake pinky. I got guy. a pinky guy. Okay, where where's he from? Uh, I don't think I can say it on oh, Gary, sorry, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Gary, yeah. Indiana. <laughs> it's where they're all from. That's what obviously. Uh, but yeah, get him in touch. We'll 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 line him up with the the Red Sox. And Sale's gonna have a fake pinky by the weekend, and he'll be going up against the Hot Jays. The now Hot Jays. Three games I'm gonna call is hot for the Jays because I don't know if they've yeah. had a longer winning streak than that in a while. You want to just keep piling on some sad news here? Might as well. I mean, the, the, obviously um, the whole show is gonna be sad. I don't yeah. know. Like, shout out to Jeter Downs. I think that's the only positive thing. Yeah, we'll have a five minutes at the end. We'll try to pump things up or something. But yeah. for right now, I just want to wallow a little bit. Yeah, you should. Uh, season ends today. The Sox are out of postseason position. I know. All but, right, let's do real quick. I'm glad you brought this up because you can't be slacking when you're following the wild card standings. They change so damn frequently. I mean, this year in the AL, oh, my God. Joey, yeah. we, we, I feel like we took one day off from Sox games. Not mm-hmm. even off because we're still keeping track of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we got access to the uh, Celebrity Softball Media event, which was great. We were hanging out with Brian Cranston. Yeah, got a pick with Cranston. I uh, got to talk with the Jesus and Mero dudes who are very, those, very talented, very talented gentlemen, Yankee boys. They're in the Jeter dock, and they were just dumping all over the Red Sox, which is like, that's what you're supposed to do. See, that's the thing that I think a lot of Yankee fans on Twitter misinterpret me saying that the Sox are only focused on the wild card is like, oh, what? Now the wild, now you don't care about the division? Like, obviously, I mean, there's 16 and a half games. I'm just a realist. Mm-hmm. Like, it's if you're a Yankee fan right now, dump all over the Sox. It's what you're supposed to do. It's not like, if the, are you kidding me? If the Red Sox had a 16-and-a-half game lead on the Yankees, you know how many laps we'd be doing around them? Like, we'd have whole shows being like, Yankees are the worst team of all time. Like, we'd just be going nuts. So this is why you're supposed to do that. And it's okay, and it's fine. But something about filming these guys and asking them questions and they're a foot away from you, like, your team sucks. Like, it hurts a little <laughs> different when they just say it right to your face versus on Twitter where it's like Stanton Lover 44, like, the Red yeah. Sox blow. It's and like, the thing is, if the Sox were five games back, they wouldn't have the confidence to no. be saying that stuff. It's the fact that they know, like, hey, it's done. There's yeah, no chance this backfires on me. <laughs> There's a different kind of confidence when you know something's over. It's like an NFL it's game that's like 40 to 7 in the third quarter. It's like, just, yeah, just go nuts. It's over. But I still, I'm telling you, Joey, I swear, mm. taking one day, I took one day off from the standings. Took one day off mm-hmm. from the wild card standings. And now I'm looking at it like, what the hell happened? <laughs> what is going on here? Are the Angels in now? What yeah, happened? what's going The Angels are favored to host the wild card series. Um, Mariners right now are about to beat the Rangers. Oh my God, they're going to go 14 in a row. They're going to go 14 in a row. Uh, let's see. The Rays beat the Orioles. Good. Who are still 500, the Orioles. So they're they're still right right behind you there. They're Blue a game Jays, and a half back. The Blue Jays beat the Royals. So the way the wild card standings look right now, we're going to give the Mariners that win. Yeah. Mariners are going to be, we'll start at the top. Rays are going to be in the first spot at 51 and 41. The Mariners right behind them at 51 and 42, half game back. Blue Jays, 50 and 43, are a game and a half behind the Rays for that top spot. Red Sox are two games back uh, of the Blue Jays. See, that's what sucks. And it, it, it takes you a second sometimes when you're seeing like the plus one and a half, plus half, like two. But I'm like, 
Are we like eight back of the first spot? Like I'm not good at math. But the Red Sox are now two games behind the Blue Jays, who it just felt like yesterday that they were at least two or three games ahead of the Blue Jays. So they're just this July has been terrible. Red Sox had almost their greatest June in team history. If that collapse there in Toronto in Game Two of that series doesn't happen, the Red Sox would have had the greatest June in team history. They've been around since 1901. And it would have been the best June ever. And instead, they don't get that. And now they're having a terrible July heading into the All-Star break. I know they said a lot on the broadcast. And I'm curious your thoughts, Joe. Yeah. But, oh, great time for the break. Oh, couldn't have a better time for the break. It's like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't care. But, like, like, does that make, yeah, I'm not like, oh, sick, nice. Well, they, they lost Chris Sale. They got outscored twenty-seven to three in the, the last. Story two days. ended up going on the yeah, IL. Stories on the IL, but this is a perfect time for the All Star break. Ivaldi's back, and he looked like he had a pretty tough yeah, go. Yeah, Ivaldi looked okay. Pavetta was terrible. Let's have an All Star break. Like that's I just Ooh, can't. That'll solve all the that'll problems. That'll solve everything. Take you know, go to I don't know, Turks no, and Caicos. <laughs> I don't know. Look, man. if if you started July, you know, nine and five, and then you know you had a you you lost three on the way out. Yeah. Then you could be like, okay, five hundred. You know hey, hey, till now would have been fine. Yeah, would have been fine. But I mean, you know, a, a skid at the end, getting getting swept in this series, or you know, even going the way it did, then it could have been like, okay, whew, good, good time for the All Star break. Let's take a sec, regroup, whatever. What is their record in July right now? Is it? Let me check. It is four uh, and thirteen. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, five and twelve. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve losses. So it's five and five and, and twelve. Yeah, that's five and so twelve. Bad. Yeah, five and twelve in July, heading right in. Hey, but it's a great time for the All Star break. <clears throat> What's your favorite dinosaur? I like the T Rex. I like the T Rex. It's pretty basic. Honestly, I know. I but thought the Jurassic Park guy might have a better answer. Like the no, like, dude. I, I like the I like uh, the last scene there at Jurassic Park where it's you know you got the banner coming down and he's fighting off the Raptors and they get mm-hmm. away and I have a pair of sneakers with a T Rex on it. I love I love T Rexes. Yeah. I mean, he's a classic for a reason. Exactly. You know? It's not. Sometimes people are afraid to like pick the obvious thing. It's like, who's your favorite Red Sox player? Uh, Rafael Devers. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> My yeah. bad. He's the, yeah, the like, be like JBJ. Actually, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for for what he does out there. Um, I mean, yeah. your favorite dinosaur? I wasn't really a dinosaur kid. My my son's getting into dinosaurs, so I gotta brush up a little bit. I've only seen Jurassic Park once, and I've never seen any of the sequels. Same. So you say same? <laughs> uh, let's let's watch that when we're out here. Yeah, let's do it. All right, and now we're gonna start our live audio commentary of. <laughs> 1991's hit blockbuster Jurassic Park 1993. Hit blockbuster. So I was talking about the Europe release that came out two years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Just to test it out. Europe, they had to, I remember that? They gave them this notice from the US. It's like, if you spoil this movie, we're going to attack yeah. all of Europe. They said that. And that's why we're still at peace now. Yeah. Because that's why like, Europeans love us so much, why we love them. It's Exactly. I've never felt more hated than when I was in <laughs> Europe. <laughs> They just know you're from America. I'm like, how do you know? We're we over here to smell it, dude. Clouds. You smell like burgers. <laughs> yeah. We're just mowing down burgers, acting like smell idiots. Like, like fry oil or something. What, what gave it away, mate? Because <laughs> that's Europe. <laughs> you're in, uh, you're, sure you're in Australia and you're like, Europe sucks. 
All these Europeans over here. Why do they hate me? I gave it away, mate. You're doing the wrong accent. That's what gave it away, you idiot. Oh, my God. Great time to take a break. We're going to take a break here on episode 35 of Inside the Monster. A very sad episode, but one that is needed. We will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back to episode 35 of Inside the Monster. It is the Stephen Wright episode, the Matt and Dries, Dries's Pieces episode. How about Ricky Henderson? Ricky Henderson, yeah, that works. <laughs> I know he did a lot with the Red Sox. Let's actually, if you had to guess, Joey, yeah, how many, how games? many steals did oh. Ricky Henderson, the all-time steals leader, how many did he have with the Red Sox. With the Red Sox? Was it was he, his he was, last, his second to last season. He was 43 years old when he played for the Sox in 2002. How many steals did Ricky have? Do you know how many games he played? Do you have that right there? 72. Okay, that matters. That matters. Uh, he was 43 years old. I remember that. I'm going to say 15. Eight. Eight steals with the okay. Red Sox. All right. Well, less impressive than when, uh, you know. You set the bar kind of high. Ricky Henderson but, was one of the cockiest players, not in baseball history, in sports history. Just the coolest athletes. He was, he was something. I'm trying to see all-time, all-time steals leaders. I'm pretty sure when Ricky was playing, this is, I might be totally incorrect on this, but I think I heard this somewhere. At the time when Ricky was playing, he was the only player in the majors who threw left, batted right. What? I'm pretty sure that was, I mean, and even now, I think there's like three or four guys who that sounds so bat, wrong. Bat but, right, throw left. Tons of guys bat left, throw right, but it's like less than one percent of oh, players. Oh, true. They go the other way. In my brain, I, I was processing that as like do the opposite thing. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Throw left, bat right. Very, very rare. Ricky was like that the, is extremely rare. Ricky's like the best player to ever do that. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's like a really short list of it's guys. Weird how that goes. Like, isn't it? You ever think about how we should just be able to throw equally good with both? Arms. And it's weird that everybody, not everybody, but like 90% of people all choose the same one. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, Very you're weird. a lefty? Like, even if you're just okay, you're making the team. Like, that's <laughs> how it always went growing up. Um, Ricky Henderson. Yeah. 1,406 career steals. Second all-time is Lou, too many. Lou Brock with 938. Wow. He is, wow, 468 steals ahead of the next guy that's crazy that's wild you think duran catches and his percentage him? was so high wait what was his percentage this seems was a he stealing more. every other game he was 1406 for 1406 
No, I mean, 17, how many 41. how many games? How many career games? Eighty one percent steals. Wow. That's as a guy that you know he's going. Like yeah. he was going every single time, and he's and still, still four out of five times. He's that's getting there. very impressive. That's nuts. So we're just we're trying to Ricky find Henderson reasons. Was to, fast. We're trying to find reasons to not talk about the Red Sox. <laughs> we're doing a whole Ricky Henderson episode. Um, all right, it's time to talk about the implications the sale injury will have on the Red Sox trade deadline approach. I feel like going into this weekend, I thought Red Sox would be full on uh, buyers. I thought they'd be full on buyers. I genuinely didn't think, and I know talk about Tomasi with this on TV. They call me Steve from television. I genuinely thought his article. About, hey, well, and this is what a, a lot of writers do this, and it's fine. Even though on our credential it says writer, which is the funniest thing I've ever I seen. I mean, we're writers. Yeah, we're yeah, You yeah. write the show. We this write, is a script. I write notes, and I write tweets. There you go. Writers. Tomasi had mentioned, oh, hey, watch out. Sox might deal JD. They might deal Evaldi. Who knows? They might trade Xander. And that was the most, like, preposterous thing. Now, I, I don't want to say it's, like, the craziest thing I've heard. But, like, he even had referenced anyone I talked to within... The organization that has any idea of what's going on outside the organization said that's not going to happen. But he more just floated it as a watch out. Mm-hmm. The first thing I thought of today was that article when Sale got hurt. <laughs> it was that like, sucks. damn like, it. Listen, this I, better not happen. I still don't believe that. I still don't. Not those things specifically. Just in general, I still think that they're buyers. Uh, and they can be both. That, that can be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, the Red Sox are really making a case for Heim to not do that. You know what I mean? Like going five and 12 to start July is a great way to tell your upper management, like, Hey, just sell it off. Yeah. You know? So they're really doing everything in their power to force Heim's hand. Uh, But I still, I don't know, man, in my heart of hearts, I still believe that they're going to buy. I still believe they make a run here. They just got to, they can't come out of the all-star break and go five and 12 again, because then your hand is forced, right? Oh, of course. Well, I think this is, this is where I don't like doing the overreaction thing. Uh, July 10th. That was a week ago. If you're saying, wait, is it like July 10th now? You're you're not wrong. It's not far from it. That was a week ago. The Red Sox were the top wildcard team in the American league. They had a game and a half lead on the Rays. The Mariners obviously were creeping up. They had won eight in a row at that point. They were two and a half ahead of the Mariners, two and a half ahead of the Blue Jays. In a week's time, they have lost ground on all those teams. They yeah. are behind all those teams now, the Rays, the Mariners, and the Blue Jays. But that's happened within a week. So the two most important things here are that on July 10th, the Red Sox didn't have a start from Chris Sale the whole season. And they were the top wildcard team, 47 and 39. At that point, what was that after? That would have been 37 and 20 since starting 10 and 19. 37 and 20 in that span after starting 10 and 19 up until just a week ago. And now all of, I swear, Joey, and I, I don't normally say all of Twitter, but let's say vast majority are saying, oh, there'll be sellers. Up, oh, this team's selling up. Oh, bloom this, bloom that. I just, I can't get there. I cannot get there. I know it's funny how this goes, and I'm sure you would probably agree to some uh, extent. Mm-hmm. When the sale injury happens, you just go through all the stages, right? You go through like every stage. It starts off as denial. You're like, no, it's not. He's not hurt. This can't be happening. What's going on? This is not real. No chance. This is a thing. Then you're kind of confused because you're like, wait, it's his pinky. Like, 
maybe they can just pop it back in. Like, even if it's hurt, maybe it doesn't miss that much. Day. You don't really know what the timetable yeah, is. You're bargaining. You're like, oh, you should be back. Yeah, so like three weeks. A, it's dislocated. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. Max a month. And then the news breaks. And you're still sitting there like, wait, does that mean what I think it means? Like, is he actually done for the year? And then you feel the pain all over you. And then it becomes deflecting. And I think that's what it was. And I, I had thrown something out there. Of, uh, you know, they should get Luis Castillo. And I know that the Sox have checked in on Luis Castillo. So it's not like we're basing this off of nothing. But it's not. I just think we can't lose sight of the fact that this team a week ago was the top wildcard team, was in position to host wildcard series at Fenway Park to then go on to play likely the Yankees. And I know what your thoughts are on that. But they were still the top wildcard team a week ago by a game and a half, two and a half up on the Jays, all without Chris Sale. And now you lose them. And it's immediately, oh, they're obviously going to be sellers. That's too much of a swing. It needs to be yeah. somewhere in between. And I think there's, when you take a step back and look at like the construction of the team, it's not in a place where they're going to blow it up. You yeah. know, they presumably contract coming to Rafi next year, right? I, I feel very I think we're in the same in that, boat with right? that. I, yeah. I, 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 think I, I would be stunned. And I know, oh, what about Mookie? I would be stunned if they let Rafi walk right. or trade I think, him. I think I think Xander's maybe a different conversation. Maybe we can have he that is at a some point one. down the line. He is in a different person, so a different conversation. He's not but the same person. No, I some people do miss that <laughs> some people but, 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 they they mess that up, but yep. but uh, different people. Yep. Um so you're setting up to probably give the biggest contract in team history next year. Especially with the contracts that are likely right. coming off the books after this year. Yeah. You just gave Trevor Story seven years here. Like, I just don't see it making sense to blow up every other piece. You know? I just don't get it from a long-term perspective. And we're, this is the Red Sox. We're talking about the Boston Red Sox here. One of the luxuries of us doing this show, one of the luxuries of, of doing Section 10, was this is the Red Sox we're talking about. This is not a bottom-of-the-barrel, you know... A Royals or... Yeah, well, not know. just, not like, bank on you know, prospect talent and then know you got to get rid of them and try to get whatever you can in return and do the prospect thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Haim constantly talks about, and he's shown you, he is going to rebuild the farm while trying to genuinely compete for a World Series title every season. And it does feel like we're in that zone. It, that, that doesn't feel like a lie. And so for everyone just to jump to, oh, they're going to be sellers, the one thing I'll give you, is if you put the pieces together, there at least is now potential for a guy like JD to be dealt. I don't think now I'm giving it a small, small chance. Before I wasn't, but now it's like if you want to say Heim's thinking about it, you're you're not wrong. But I mean, I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen. But it's like I I, I think there's when you lose a guy that you were hoping could be your top dog at worst, your number two starter, and I think even like three, four days ago, I was saying if the Sox want a chance to contend for the World Series, they need Chris Sale to be dominant. I still kind of I still kind of think that. So then it becomes the thought process of like, well, if we're not going to compete for a World Series title, then J this is likely JD's last year. Who knows? Yeah. But it likely is with the Sox. Do you deal him to get something? I think that's you can now have that conversation in a more normal fashion, but I still don't think it's going to happen. I just, 
have a hard time believing that Chris Sale is the difference. I, there, yeah, from I one agree. side to the other. He's a guy who's thrown like five innings for you all year. I know. So like th- that, I don't know. I, I feel like there's more influential guys who could have gone down. If this happened to Devers, you know, oh, if, oh, if Devers oh, breaks about it. his hand. Forget I mean, about it. Yeah, we, you have a, whatever. Like it's, Say everything you want. A, if this Devers is a guy got who's thrown five innings would. for you. Obviously, you you know, you know, hoped for more down the line and you wanted him to be a big piece of it. But it's not like the first half of the year, like at least during the good stretches, was what it was because of Chris Sale. You know? And in our defense, when we did the Chris Sale is returning preview episode, mm-hmm. we were like, Red Sox and the fans haven't been like sitting on the edge of our seat like, oh, God, he needs to save our season. Right. Because we weren't like, like that. Things are going well, and let's add him to the let's mix. Let's add him on. It was like getting an addition, you know, mm-hmm. before the deadline. And now so- we get to have a sale is back day again at the end of <laughs> September. And I think it's going to be on my birthday. You think I'm going to say, back? yeah. I mean, I feel like by the time we, we're going to drop this show like ASAP, but... Mm-hmm. I'm fearful of the official timeline. I'm definitely fearful of that. I think it's that. six to eight weeks, man. It's a broken bone. You're, Joey, you're our doctor, so I'm banking on you. I, I don't think it, you don't need medical expertise to just see that, like, Joey, most you're broken a doctor, bones, damn it. Listen, I don't like to bring it up on here, but yes, I'm a practicing surgeon. Yes. Yes. My day job. I leave work at work, damn it. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be six to eight weeks, probably eight. I think they put him on the 60-day, let him ride it through. I, I think he's back right after that. I really do. Since 2019. Yeah. Chris Sale. Don't tell me how many games he's played. How many starts do you think, regular season starts, do you think he's made since 2019, which was three years Including ago? Including all of 2019? No, no, no. Since the end of the 2019 uh, season. It makes it sound better if you don't include the starts from 2019. Um, 20. 11. Uh, 11 starts for the Sox in the regular season since 2019, since the end of the 2019 season. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it sucks... I, I really think it's worst case scenario because even if let, let's play this this hypothetical, even if the Red Sox lost today, yeah. and you had an ace off, if they lost today, <laughs> no 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 no, no. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I know you know, know what I'm saying. Yeah. If they if they lost with a healthy sale, and it was like let's say they go down three to two, Cole is the same way he was. You also got to be clear that it's so much easier to pitch in this in the situation. It was what eleven to three or eleven to two. It's like you know. That's a lot easier. reason why he's a dick for going out there, because the game's over. No, I know, but whatever. I'll leave that aside. But, like, if the Red Sox lost on Sunday 3-2, to Chris Sale goes 6, gives up a couple, and then, what, Brazier gives up a bomb or something to judge, and they lose 3-2. to I don't, I'm not like... I'm willing to still blame Brazier. I'm not like, oh, no. You know, like, what a devastating series loss. I mean, going into it on Friday, I was talking to some of the the Sox... uh, I don't want to say front office people, just Sox personnel, I guess. I don't know what the actual word would be. And I'm really just saying, like, hey, avoiding a sweep here would be huge. <laughs> and it's it's kind of pathetic that it's at that point, but I more just mean mentality-wise. Technically, anything could have happened in this Yankee series. I think you and I were not thinking they were going to win the series. No. And that's what makes Friday important to a certain degree, but now it just doesn't... With the sale news, it's so hard, especially... We're so fresh off. It, it literally, like, just happened... Okay, three hours ago. So it's still so fresh that I think as this break is now here and we'll be doing all-star stuff the next few days, fun times, derby, all-star game, and then heading back home a couple days off and you get the Jays. I think it's going to take some time to really let this sit in. But as of right now, that's why I think it's worst case scenario because you lost 13 to 2. You lost 14 to 1. 
Garrett Cole crushed you on Sunday and you lost Chris Sale uh, to a pinky injury. The break might honestly be at a really bad time. This might be like the worst. I do think they need it. I just think it's such an unnecessary silver lining to be like, this is a perfect time for the break. Oh, yes. I don't know if it is. The more I'm thinking about it, like listening to you, you talk there, I mean, like, I, I overheard your conversation with that Sox personnel. Yeah, Sox personnel. What would you? What word would you say? Um, team employees. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's it. Know. That's per- it. Sox personnel. Yeah, Sox personnel. Yeah, yeah uh, and they were really confident, and I think genuinely so. Like, I don't think they just you know blow smoke. Like, I think they were being serious, and they were like, like not like Nate looks good. Excited to see him back. Like you know, Nick obviously struggled last time, but you know. We're hoping the best for him, and, and Chris has looked great. So, like, yeah, I like our chances in all three games. And they're I talking really vibes, too. And these these yeah. are people that are on the flights, you know, that are mm-hmm. with the guys all the time that can compare this team to past teams. Mm-hmm. And they genuinely were like, yeah, guys are – they're not, like, down. They're not coming into Yankees like, oh, no, big bad Yankees. It's like the Sox now, have basically played 500 ball against the Yankees this year. It's not like the Yankees are destroying no. them. I know these last but, two games are a joke, but overall – but now the vibes are very different. Of course. And they have to sit with it for four or five days, probably not together, right? They go at least, to their at families least they can or all whatever. spread out, yeah. And they just got to sit with it. You say what you will, maybe that's a positive. They regroup and it's a whole, it's a brand new whatever. I don't know if it's 100% a positive to just go and sit on that. You There's know, something to be said about vibes. getting waxed by the Yankees twice, losing sale, that it's like, hey, let's... And, and for Cora to be like, guys, just throw it away. Who cares? Whatever. There's still... I mean, this team, let's not lose sight of the fact. Again, top wildcard team a week ago. Obviously not the story now. A couple games behind the Jays. You, but you play the Jays. That's the first series you have. Like, you want to make up those games? They're at Fenway in a week. So, less than a week. Five days. So... It's hard for me to really go crazy over this stuff because the Red Sox are still a team that was able to be the top wildcard team without Chris Sale. So I'm not going to like completely lose my mind. But of course, it's, it's frustrating, Joey, because of the implications. Because of the implication. Of him being maybe yeah. out for the season. Yeah. So. Yeah. But who knows? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sticking by my six to eight weeks. I'm... How are you feeling about the Jays series right now? I'm not. I'm sure we won't feel the exact same way right before game time, but right now, how do you feel about facing that team? Right now, I feel like what we just talked about. I feel like it's the perfect time for the All Star break. <laughs> <laughs> are we get Are we getting near a time where we can just be uppity about All Star instead of talking? About I, this I think anymore? I think we're about there. I just know that like everyone is going to say the Sox will be sellers at the deadline. Now, I'm not convinced of that. At all. I'm not convinced of that at all. I don't think that's going to be the case. But Joey, my the thing I hate the most is that the Sox naysayers are having a parade this week. It is going to be nonstop. And hopefully the All-Star Game homer during all this stuff is a, a good distraction. It will be. I know it will be. You know, basically getting a good feel for how this goes last year, you're going to have a blast on Monday. You it's, don't know that. The media availability is incredible. You say you don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I know that. Time. I know that. <laughs> It's incredible. These guys are all chilling there. You can ask them whatever. It's really built for us to be there. Yeah. And we're obviously pumped that we're able to do this. And I think it will be a nice distraction. I think we also got to do our jobs. Yeah. And ask these Sox guys about what are the vibes after the sale injury. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? 
You know? What's up with this? people, if we get the video, people will watch us. Katillo gets it on like his iPhone 1. No one cares. Mm. But if we post it, people will be like, okay, that's that's actually HD. I can actually watch that. Yeah. yeah. You uh you got a favorite planet? Um, I would say I think Mars. What do you got? Mars is a good one. I think Venus is kind of underrated. Kind of yeah. looks like hell. Yeah, it's like it's like all fires and stuff. It's pretty cool. So how far how far away is Mars? Uh, I think it's pretty far. A couple hours at least. <laughs> at least a couple hours. Uh, let's see. I mean, it, once you get to like a hundred thousand miles, like you can't even picture that. You know. So you know what's who crazy? Knows? Who cares how far? It's too far. <laughs> you know what's crazy about like all of this? What? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this stuff i saw yo i saw simmons i saw bill simmons post something let me pull this up we're on the flight over to la and i'm like yo what the hell is this and i i love bill simmons i've been listening to that guy for like a decade he posts this on instagram by the way when you when you post a word thing on instagram or like a tweet it stops you dead in your tracks it makes me well i hate it anyone that does tweets on ig it just don't do that. But Simmons captioned this a little wisdom from Conan O'Brien, who is like my favorite. Conan's my favorite person ever. Uh-huh. I had a great and when he's when I saw that as the caption, I saw Bill Simmons. I'm like, these are these are two of my guys. Like mm-hmm. I and they definitely know who I am. I had a great conversation with Albert Brooks once. When I met him for the first time, I was kind of stammering. I said, You make movies, they live on forever. I just do these late night shows, they get lost, they're never seen again, and who cares? And he looked at me and he said, Albert Brooks voice, what are you talking about? None of it matters. <laughs> None of it matters? No, that's the secret. In 1940, people said Clark Gable is the face of the 20th century. Who bleeping thinks about Clark Gable? It doesn't matter. You'll be forgotten. I'll be forgotten. We'll all be forgotten. It's so funny because you'd think that that would depress me. I was walking on air after that, said Conan. So at the end of the day, we're all going to die. We're all going to be dead. We are all going to be dead. I think it's just about, you know, while we're here, getting that top wildcard spot. And it's a good time for the all-star break. Before we die, it's a good time for the all-star break. While we're here, it's our first year doing the official Red Sox show. You know, hopefully we're far from dying. Get the top wildcard spot, or at least get in the postseason. Everything's fine. All right. Distance from Earth to Mars. Uh, Whoa. All right. What's your guess? I have no... I don't even know how to... Guess, uh, 300,000 miles. It's 112 million miles oh away. My God. Also, who's measuring this? Is there some guy with a measuring stick that like goes up in a ship? He's just, no, just eyeballing it. He's like, Jessica, I don't know. Yeah, guys, it's 112 million miles. <laughs> Can I come back? Can I come back now? I, yeah. Have you ever so. been an astronaut? What? Would you be an astronaut? No way. Those really? blow up, man. Challenger? No way. If I could guarantee you get up there safe and back. No chance. No. I'd be so bad. Yeah. I'm barely good enough at this. Like I I'd be I'd panic up there, I think. Oh, big time. Yeah. Well, I've I've seen uh Apollo 11 too much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you like, watch it every day. Yeah, you're, you'll be like, dude, what are you up to? And I'm like, I'm watching Apollo 11. And I'm like, is it really already 2 p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's it's the greatest yeah. movie ever. Yeah. No, I, any any uh, any Tom Hanks movie is the greatest thing of all time. 
Apollo 11? Apollo 13? Apollo 11? 13. Apollo 13. Yeah, it didn't sound right. Yeah. I'm watching. No, there, there actually is an Apollo 11. I'm watching the Apollo 11 movie. Yeah, that's, which I was is gonna like, say, that's the successful one. That's, <laughs> that's the one where they got there and got one. back. That's not a scary movie at all. <laughs> you know, people are listening like this idiot thinks he's talking about <laughs> Apollo 13. Well, I mean, it was in, in fairness to you 40 years before you were born. No, I know. So. I know. But anyway. Uh, Do you want to take a break and then maybe uh, we got like, some closing thoughts happy? after this? Yeah, we'll we'll get happy after this uh, on Inside the Monster. It's going to be a little hard, but here's the deal, Joey. We're in Los Angeles. Got to meet Brian Cranston, and we went to a, a disco club. So deal with us being happy. Next on Inside the Monster. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back. It is closing thoughts time on Inside the Monster. Joey, do you want to start this puppy off? I've always wanted to come to Los Angeles. Yeah. I've always wanted to be here. Yeah. I wanted to move here. I went to film school, as you know. Yeah, you film school and doctor school. Yeah. Went to well, it was film school first. Yep. Um, Spanish school before that. I know. Hola. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I know what that means because I studied <laughs> Spanish for a little bit. Uh I've always wanted to come here, dude. And honestly, my first thought when I got on the plane was like, there's a tiny chance I get there and just say, I'm not coming back. <laughs> Did I just do the show from here? I was like, you know what? We just I'm, do I'm this remotely here. the rest of the way. I love this town, dude. It's the, what a great place for our first All-Star game doing the show. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. it could have been, I don't know, insert somewhere bad. Minnesota. Not like Minnesota's mm. bad, but it's not. They had an All-Star game. It was like, it's in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I jumped to Kansas City. I, I mean, this is my second time dumping on Kansas City this episode. But yeah, as we're trying to like grow shows for these teams, we're like these cities. Let me, let me tell you, it's just nothing about the team, just about the the city just itself, about where they live. Yeah, but I mean, this this place is cool, man. I've seen zero percent of this place, and I know that I'm going to come back. Yeah, LA's nice. LA's nice. My brothers live out here, and I know we've had to move schedules around, so we haven't been able to see them yet. But that's another thing that I I remember last year in Denver. It's you know. When a lot of all star for us and for me at least, I now know the rest of my life like I'm not gonna miss all star. Like it's mm-hmm. regardless of what we're doing, Joey, we'll be doing the show for 80 years. I 
don't want to miss this because the whole baseball coverage world is here. Everybody's here. Yeah. Like even at the the celebrity softball media thing, bumping into a bunch of people, got to talk to some folks from BR used to work with and uh, Steven Nelson being one of them who I think is just so good. I, I think Steven Nelson's great. Did a great job with the celebrity game yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he's just, Stadium. he's such a cool dude. He's chill. He understands the balance of like being laid back but still knowing what you're talking about. Does the intentional talk show with Millar and yeah, it's just a great, you know, genuine conversation with him and next few days it's really just the the not even the networking just the the schmoozing all time schmoozing coming up here schmoozing mm. it's really that's something for you for me it's it's for everyone for everyone it's very beneficial and it's also just a great thing to see so overall like the celebrity stuff was fun uh meeting Cranston was fun he was a hot topic man everyone wanted a piece of Brian Cranston not as much as a one Mr. Bad Bunny was though are you oh talking my about good are you talking about Bad Bunny Did we just do that for like 10 minutes Bad Dude, Bunny. today I was in the shower going Bad Bunny Bad Bunny <laughs> it's Bad Bunny it's so fun to say that Bad Bunny I'm not I'm not the biggest reggaeton guy that's I, him. Yeah. So, like, that's all the Bad Bunny songs. Uh, but I did not realize he's as big as he is, especially in L.A. I He's a guy who's, like, name I know. I'm really not up to date on hip-hop music whatsoever. So I, I he's, like, a guy whose name I know, but I always thought he was kind of B.C. list. Not the case. He was, like, chased into his trailer Dude. by people with cameras. And by then when people they, with credentials. Yeah. This isn't, like... The, so, at Dodger this Stadium... This is the paparazzi. This I know. Like vetted people. Yeah. That, like, got through the cracks. Like, and I... were willing to risk it the I second know. So, like, if I get Baboni. one answer from Baboni, then doesn't matter if I get banned from every MLB <laughs> event. That's what blew my mind, is that we go to Dodger Stadium to get kind of a lay of the land, see what's up. And this is after we're at the media availability. And everyone chasing him there. It's it might as well have been like Michael Jackson walked in the Dodger Stadium. There were screams and sounds people were making that I've never heard in my life when Baboni came in, I think from center field. He might as well just dropped out of the sky. Like I didn't even see him like enter. It was just like, oh my God, the coolest person on the planet, Baboni, is at Dodger Stadium. And everyone's losing their effing minds. Like comes up from underneath the pitcher's mound. Like I think Michael he just Jackson. rose from the field. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know if he actually walked in. But how, how many people do you think were there that like don't care about baseball that were just there to see Baboni? I'd say majority. Yeah. Well, from the sound of it, it was. Loud. I don't want to say don't care about baseball, but it's not. The celebrity softball game is solid. It is what it is. You know, it's always been a. Oh yeah, that's cool. You know, it's. It was it's, pretty cool last night. No, it was cool. It was cool, and it had a, yeah. a good lineup of people, but. I was Cranston blown away. got tossed. Did you he, see that? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Cranston is just—I love Brian Cranston. He is He's a great guy. Talk about an all-timer. There weren't like a ton of like A-listers on mm -hmm. the rosters, and Cranston's one of them. I mean, Joey. After last night, mm -hmm. Bad Boney, we might need to make a new category for how big a deal he is. Because I've never—I don't think I've been in person. For people reacting to a human like they did for Bad Boney. The only time I've seen it is Diddy. I, I saw it for Diddy. For Diddy? Diddy, yeah. In like 2015, too. I, wait, I, yeah. Like, like for way Diddy late in dating. 2015? I swear to God. Wow. On the streets of New York, it was walking into, um, what's that place? You Stadium Goods. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, I, that's, being in New York, I think the, the biggest celebrities I saw that like mm -hmm. people were waiting for, I'm like, let's see what's going on here, was Lady Gaga coming out of Macy's. And <laughs> she got like, <laughs> She got some yells, but not Shops to that level. Macy's? 
What's up? She's, well, she's probably doing some promotional thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Kylie Jenner. Uh, well, not Kylie. Kendall. Kendall Jenner down in Soho. Mm-hmm. Not as much paparazzi, but I, I think she was trying to be like undercover. And uh, who else? There's not not many, but they don't get these like Rihanna when she there was like a movie premiere right next to my apartment and Rihanna came out of the car and it was mm-hmm. like it was like Rihanna, but it wasn't like the bad bony <laughs> screams and the shrieks. It's beetly. I couldn't believe it. That's yeah. just my reaction. To that I couldn't believe it. I mean, that doesn't really happen where I'm from. I'm from New Hampshire. Did you yeah, know same as Baboni. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. Same he's thing. from. Yeah, we went to high school together. I yeah, you should have led with this, Joey. Like, yeah. you should have led with the fact his that real name's Darren. <laughs> Darren Bunny. Darren. <laughs> Bad's actually his middle name. Yeah, Darren Bad Bunny, and he's. Yeah, he's he's from Raymond, New Hampshire. What actually, this guy is just Darren Bunny from New Hampshire. <laughs> People go nuts. The Spanish things a. It's all, it's all a fake. front. Yeah. It's all fake. I, he doesn't know how to speak Spanish. No, he's not even singing the songs. No. It's, not even it's, him. it's somebody else singing. He just has the mic near his face. But yeah, that, well, that I was, was going to say in New Hampshire, there's not uh, the fandom is not like that. I don't hear people talking about Bad Bunny. No, I, I know. Not I, at parties or people putting on Bad Bunny. I hear you. I just didn't did not realize how big of a deal he was. But the celebrity thing in general, man, was was awesome. I uh, Brian Cranston was very nice to me. I don't even think I told you mm. that I, I I went to get him for a video and I just absolutely word vomited. Probably the worst I've ever done really it was really bad so i went to say i didn't rehearse well, we the tried, words just to head. let people that we tried to like divide and conquer we tried to spread out and get some stuff yeah, yeah. so i was like kind of standing like along like basically the red carpet kind of thing like yeah. at, the, at the ropes and brian finishes up with the guy next to me and he looks over at me and i hadn't rehearsed the words oh, in my head no. so i wasn't in my head i wanted to say something like hey brian you got time for a couple questions yeah and instead every different version of that sentence just came out at once and i was like brian could i ask a couple questions if you got it <laughs> it was so it's like not for you but bad and he was like uh yeah yeah i got yeah, i gotta say got? yeah. yeah and uh i don't know if it's like his agent or whoever but somebody came over grabbed him by the arm and was yeah. like hey you got to do this and i just let him go uh, I, I realized tough. i mean dude it's it, it's hollywood baby that's showbiz you, you gotta you go. gotta put your foot down and be like oh i'm just gonna be a second give him a and you know get your get your video yes. or whatever the only piece of advice joey i'm going to give from my experience last year at all-star is it's a very dog eat dog thing for some of these big guys like some of the whether and i didn't do the celebrity media thing that was the first time doing that i'm more talking about like monday with the you get 45 minutes which with each league and a guy is at a table each player has their own table i i idiotically spent like 20 minutes trying to get a, an answer from tatis Mm-hmm. So I was doing stuff for BR Walkoff, and I was like, "This is we we tweet about, post about him every day, mm-hmm. and it would be great to get an answer from him here." Awful idea. Wasted half the time with the NL on one guy that has like thirty people surrounded around him, and instead of going to some yeah, big Paul, names, Paul Goldschmidt's just sitting there. Yeah, you know, his no, nose. that's exactly who's sitting there. That has three people next to him, and it's yeah. like this guy's sneaking one of the greatest players ever, and he has like no one <laughs> over there. But that's probably the one thing I would say is like. It's always feels a little awkward, and I still feel a little awkward doing it because we don't do a lot of this. This is like the only time of the year that you're just like, "Hey, answer my question as I film you." But yeah, you just got to kind of go, and it's not it's not an easy thing to do. But any other uh, road trip? Uh, one thing I wanted to say real quick that was kind of yeah, yeah. random. Uh, we're flying over. My girlfriend Elaine's here, so we took the flight uh, from Newark, New Jersey, over to 
Los Angeles, LAX, and guy next to us, super nice. Plane was huge. Mm-hmm. I would love to fly. I hate flying, but like I would love to fly on those planes. Mm-hmm. Had like over five hundred seats. It was like three rows. It was the the windows. You could you know push a button to see uh, to tint it more if you wanted. It can be completely dark or light. I'm like I've That's never wild. seen this. It feels like it's from the future. Guy next to us, super nice, super nice mm-hmm. guy. And so I watched a couple movies. Watched that Ryan or. Uh, that Watchamahu, uh, Channing Tatum, and Sandra Bullock movie that actually wasn't that Magic bad. Magic Mike. Yeah, yeah, Magic Mike. No, it's they're like in the jungle, whatever. It came out recently. It's not bad. And so we're just kind of chilling, you know, listening to some podcasts, whatever. This guy overhears me talking with Elaine about uh, All Star. You know, we're just kind of trying to plot out the plan and everything. He goes, Oh, you guys going to the, you know, Home Run Derby? Um, we're like, Yeah, 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 we're going. It's like, oh, fun fact, you're sitting below the Home Run Derby jerseys. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> That's so random. But he works for Fanatics, and they sent him from New York to L.A. to, like, hand deliver the Home Run Derby jerseys. Smart move. And he didn't check the bag, which was smart. Double smart move. Put it in the bin above us. So, like, Alonzo, Soto, all his jerseys are just sitting above. I just thought it was, like, it wasn't like, a, oh, my God, it's wild. It was more just like a, that's hilarious that we're just chilling by the jerseys. But... Um, super nice dude. So shout out to you. I didn't get his name, but shout out uh, guy with fanatics. He was great. We had def- very different flight experiences. You're sitting with the guy with the home run jersey, home run derby jerseys. You got the John Boy guys sitting ahead of oh, you. You got the tinty windows. No turbulence. I, I was real late getting yeah. to the airport, and uh, I had slept like three hours. So I'm I'm same as you on six hours combined over two nights, like two nights in a row of three hours of sleep. And I'm like, I need to get some sleep on this plane. And I, I don't sleep on planes. Hmm. Psycho move, drinking 8 a.m. beer. Because I was like, that's a loud dog. Hopefully you can't but hear that dog. Shut no, up, dog. I, I doubt it. They couldn't hear Sweet Caroline listening back. So, I mean, no chance. That dog's got to chill. <laughs> dog. All right, I think we're good. I think, yeah, I think she's killing it right uh, now. All right. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> uh, and done. Uh, anyway, killing dogs. What was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, 8, 8 a.m. beers. Yeah. Anyway, this, dog, back is, this dog is still alive. <laughs> what, is this? what is this episode? Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I drank an 8 a.m. beer because I was like, that's, I know that's like one way to make me like go to sleep no matter what. I know I'm going to fall asleep. So I, I have a beer before I get on the plane, get on the plane, fall asleep immediately. Like I, I sat down, I was asleep in like five minutes mm. and I checked my phone and it's like 10 20. And I'm like, no way, nice. I slept for like almost two hours right on. And I open up the window, and we're still sitting at the gate. Oh, we're no. not even on the runway yet, just still sitting right there. I don't know what the delay was for, but like I looked around, everybody's annoyed. Yeah. And uh, then it. I ended up having to just sit through the six hour flight still. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, tough go. No, that is tough. I mean, getting out here is nice, especially on Saturday, since they moved up to Celebrity Softball game and the Futures game. Those are normally on Sunday. Yeah. So they wanted Sunday to be like the MLB draft and that to be the focus and all that. But um, in closing here, this is really our, our final, final thought. We got some quotes here from Chris Sale after breaking the pinky in Sunday's game against the Yankees. It's from Ian Brown. Sale said, yeah, Absolutely. When asked if he thought he would pitch again this season, said mm. he is seeing a hand specialist in Boston on Monday. This is mm. from TC. Sale said this is his first broken finger. Very frustrating. Elbow surgery for a pitcher is not uncommon. It happens. Some of the other stuff you think, why me? Two things I know is I have a lot of love in my corner and somebody somewhere is having a worse day than me. Wow. 
I'm sure, I'm sure someone's having a worse day than, than him. Somebody probably got in like a, like a boat crash or something. That sucks because then you got to take your boat to the boat doctor. Yeah, and then you might drown. That's true. That's true. That's so, not good. Sorry to that guy that got in the boat crash. Yeah, and sorry to drowned. everybody who's having a worse day than Chris Sale. Yeah. Uh, did it mention the name of that hand specialist by any chance? And one Mr. Did not name the specialist. No, does it say no. he's also a podcast host or anything oh, like wait. that? Hand specialist Joey, uh, it says Capina. So I think it's, I don't think it's Did you. they write Capina? Yeah. Joey Capina. So it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, at least, I know, Joey, you'd say you think he's pitching this season. I thought you were being overly optimistic. But Chris Sale, what was the exact, let me get, this is yeah, the exact absolutely. line. Yeah, absolutely. He will pitch again this season. Chris Sale's going to pitch again this season. The Red Sox offense is the best in baseball or right around there, at least runs production-wise, OPS, all of that. Uh, Evaldi's back. You're going to get Walker back. You're going to get Paxton back. Whitlock's in the bullpen looking good. That's something we didn't get to talk about because the series sucked. And Pavetta can't be worse. Pavetta could not be worse. So we got that going for us. Trevor Story will be back. Yes, Story will be back. That's a funny way of looking at a new injury. Yeah. Hey, that guy's going to be back eventually. <laughs> he's going to be back eventually. It's not like he's dead. That's, I mean, that's essentially where we're at with it. But yeah. I, think, I think that'll do it. I think that'll do it. The Chris Sale news sucks, but the season isn't over. I think that's kind of where we're at, right? Amen. Yeah. That's where we're at. So Joey and I are going to do a lot of all-star content, putting stuff up on the Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us everywhere. Uh, download, rate, subscribe. Do all that fun stuff. Five stars and then say whatever you want on Apple. We're giving away Pedro BP99 jerseys. It's a fun time. Shout out oh, Corey. by the way, Corey. by the way, what we found out who it was. Yeah, uh, Corey, I got a message from him too. I just found Corey, him. right? Yep. Very Shout nice out guy. to Corey. Yes. Very nice guy. Corey was the winner of the review Pedro jersey. But who's to say? Who's to say, Joey, that we don't do it again? Ooh. That we don't do it again. And so, again, and again. fun week coming up here from Los Angeles. We will have you guys covered with literally everything socks and everything going on. For Joey Capone, I'm Steve Peralt. Go socks, kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer. Mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>